Yeah. All right. So click it or ticket, Darren. Click it or ticket. Click it or stick it in my pie hole and uh, let me chew it and enjoy it. Uh, swallow it down with a glass of milk. What's your favorite type of pie? Uh, probably chicken pot. Okay. That's an unusual just, choice. If the if the crust is nice and buttery, uh, probably chicken pot. Yeah, I also like okay. um, I like uh, the the Reese's peanut butter chocolate pies that they have at Village Inn. But like, I just feel like the flavor of the buttery crust on that, mixed with the peanut butter chocolate elements, kind of clash. I don't think they go too well together. Yeah, it should be a it should be a peanut butter crust, not a butter. Yeah, a butter crust. But Village Inn, I believe, makes them with their like signature buttery crust, and they should just make them with that like Oreo crumbles crust instead. Oh yeah. So like, if there's that pie with an Oreo crumbles crust, that's my favorite sweet pie. And then if I had to pick savory pie, chicken pot. But if I had I hate, to pick I hate, the difference between the two, I'd pick chicken pot. I hate a pie that's a butter crust because it's all good butter crust. <laughs> Jake, what's your favorite pie? Uh, so you can't. So it's not butter crust, obviously. Not anything with really a buttery like, crust. I like a pecan, or just a just a pumpkin. I like the I like a pumpkin pie because you can really load that bad boy up with whipped cream and be a little bit naughty. <laughs> I do like just be a little bit naughty and load it up with some whipped cream. Dude, my whole family gets so fucking naughty on uh, Thanksgiving. They're just like just. Just get a little bit naughty. No, they get they get a lot naughty. They get really fucking naughty, dude. Start breaking out chains and ropes. Ooh. And put that whipped cream on that pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pot pie, how about? How about we make pumpkin pot pie? That's uh, actually something you can get at the local dispensary. This pumpkin pot pie? Okay. Yeah, in November. It's their pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, just... Uh, they... Basically, that's when the uh, the pumpkin spice fans they have to make all their stops around town. There's about 150 shops um, that, on minimum, that sell pumpkin pumpkin spice or pumpkin pot items. They give you you get a punch card. It's it's about the size of a of a short uh, like ch- children's book. It's it's several pages, and if you punch all the all the cards you get you get something free you get a free surprise i'm guessing it's a pumpkin but i i, I don't want to i don't want to i'm not assume. allowed to say i'm not allowed to say uh yeah i don't know i'm not really a fan i mean i like pumpkin pie i'll eat pumpkin pie but it's not my favorite it's just too it's too uh i think it's a texture thing man it's like a puree. It's like a f- frozen puree type of deal. Uh, I like food I don't have to chew. I can just slide it down my gullet. Down your gizzard. Down your your gazardo. Welcome to Snickles. I'm Jake Smith, 
the slightly naughty Snickle. I'm Darren, the very naughty Snickle. Uh, Jake's a little twisted. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. He's the twisted Snickle, I would say. Darren, I actually, my mom had to take my dog to the vet this week. Yeah. And it turns out that just like me, he's a sick pup. Oh, wow. Is, is, how twisted is he? Just a little twisted. Just a little <laughs> twisted. His view is just a little, uh, yeah. just a little different. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, out of the norm, if you will. Uh, you know, hide grandma, because Jake's dog is a little twisted. That's kind of sad, like, though. Uh, is, your, is your dog okay? Yeah, he's going to be fine. He's going to pull through. Okay. Just like uh, just like Joaquin Phoenix in some scenes in the uh, in the in the new Joker movie, the takes just aren't what you would quite expect. Yeah, he's a bit of an incel. <laughs> uh, that is actually true of most dogs. <laughs> yeah, they literally <laughs> have their sexual organs uh, sliced off at at uh, at a very early age. Um, he hasn't had his removed yet. That's, uh, that's actually why he went to the vet. Uh, I was dating a girl, uh, congratulations. And she had a dog and he got fixed by the shelter that he got, you know, captured by, uh, I should say captured because it's more of a correct term than getting rescued. I mean, he, he was rescued, but he's doing his own thing. But we definitely think he fucked. Like, he fucking had kids. Because he was on, he was just hanging out on reservoir, on, like, reservoirs, uh, reservations, actually. Uh, you know, he, nobody wanted him. He was just a wild pup, just snacking on grubs in the ground. And we think that he likely met another, a puppet, if you will. And he, he fucked. Hey, Darren? Yeah. Did you think that was a good story or are we just trying to kill time here? Because uh, I'm fine with one. I'm just saying, like, he fucked and then he got his nuts cut off. So at least he had a fighting, he, he went out swinging, if you will. He went out pumping. Okay. He went out pumping. Yeah. Um... So J- before we started recording, Jake and I were reminiscing. We were having some reminiscences. We were reminiscing about the old improv team. Yeah, we're- we talked. We talked many times before about Total Sponge Closet on the show. Uh, we've had we've had past members on. We've talked about other past members. We are past members ourselves. But there's one chapter in the history of the of the team that we. We like to keep buried way deep. It's the darker side of the closet. The darker corner of the closet. Um, uh, there was a time when some members of the team thought it would be more fun to change the name to Barakness Monster, which is a, a fine play on words. Uh, the only problem that Darren and I saw at the time was that we were... 80% white, I'd say roughly, uh, which, in my opinion, if you if you go to see an improv show called Barakness Monster, you're setting yourself up mentally for one thing, and we were going to present something very different. Uh, 
And and this was the case. Someone did come to the show expecting something something else. And Darren's going to talk about it. I'm not sure if this woman can I think she popped in. We so we did a lot of our shows at I think we did all of our shows as Barakness Monster definitely at Mercury Cafe in Denver, Colorado. Well, how many shows did we do? I think we did 3 we, or 4. We had one where no one showed up, and I remember Marilyn being like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't change your team name while you're still trying to build a following. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, I don't know why we did. I remember <laughs> I remember having that conversation, and like half the team was like, yes, we need to change our name because we lost so many people. We're not total sponge closet anymore. And half the team was like, no, what's the point in that? Uh, those people could come back and then we could just be, they could just go on hiatus so we could just stay total sponge. The moral of the story I mean, it's is kind of like don't Wu-Tang. do improv, it's horrible. <laughs> um, you, you, everyone's still a member, even if they're not currently active. Yeah, it so it kind of just boggled like my mind that we just were so gung-ho about changing our name. Uh, I don't know. It just seemed like a bad idea. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to rehash all of that right now. Anyway, we had a we had a total sponge or not not a total sponge closet show. We had a Barockness monster show, uh, to which you know only a few people actually. No, this was the show where like one person showed up. I don't know, but we did it, and um. Uh, it w- it must have been me and Walter. No, it was me, Walter, because you weren't there. You would have remembered this, I feel like, and you don't remember it. Okay. So I'm guessing it's because you weren't there. So it must have been me, Walter, and Ryan, and we all went there wanting to do this show, and either no one showed up and we didn't do it, or only one people, one person showed up and we did like the full show, but we were just. The whole time thinking like get, get we got to get this the fuck over with, uh, <laughs> and um, so we were at the bar having drinks and this lady pulled Ryan to the side. She goes like, "Hey, can you help me with something really quick?" So uh, we ca- we all kind of turned and Ryan was like, "Yeah, yeah, I got you." Because Ryan's just a nice guy. Uh, he'll he'll help you out if you ask for it. So he goes over there. He's over there for probably like 15 fucking minutes. And it's just me and Walter having <laughs> drinks and event. And like, there's like 10 minutes of me and Walter going, what is happening with Ryan? What, what happened to Ryan? What is going on right now? So Ryan comes back and he's like, he asks Walt, like, Hey, Walt, I need your phone number or something like that. <laughs> it was some like sort of personal information. <laughs> And Walter was like, why? And he was like, I, this, I'm just trying to get this lady off my ass. <laughs> so it turns out he gave, I think he gave her your name and then gave her like Walter's <laughs> phone number or something. <laughs> and it was this woman who was trying to convince him that Barack Obama had ties to a government agency where they are combining the genetics of animals to humans so they have like a dog human (laughs) hybrid at this laboratory uh (laughs) 
And I think it was called like Penguin Island or something like that. Her like her <laughs> website was called Penguin Island or something like that. And it showed these pictures of these grotesque uh, hybrid human hi- human animal hybrids. And she said that it was all Barack Obama funding it. Um, and his plan is to essentially weaponize these animals and uh, create a war or something like that. And the whole time, Ryan, the way Ryan retold it was as she told him this, he was just kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And then he came <laughs> back to us and he was like, dude, we might need to, we might need to fucking leave because <laughs> I don't know if this lady is going <laughs> to leave me alone. Um, and I think... So to bring it all back around, I think that that lady heard the name of our new improv team, and that's she why might have also seen because Gloria, I think, photoshopped a Loch Ness monster with Barack's head on it. So that really would have been. But I mean, that, really that makes sense because it's the it is the Barack Ness monster. It makes sense, but also if she, if that lady saw it, she'd be like, well, there we go. <clears throat> These are my people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So these people think that Barack was making chimeras. Yeah, essentially. I see now a news, one news now has a, has a, uh, an article an article on uh, on Obama trying to do it. So, one news now. Yeah, which I think is a. Uh, I believe not a reputable source. Well, I believe I think John Oliver just did a whole episode about one news now, and it's I'm, like a. I think it's like in really right. It's like really right wing. So yeah, they're not yeah, gonna like I, Obama. This is the one that One America News Network is probably what. Oh, that's OAN. That's what I've heard yeah, yeah, yeah. OAN. That's right. I don't know what One News Now is, but okay. I don't know. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's that's a crazy. That's crazy that that lady said that. Uh yeah. Darren, were you there? Were you there for our worst show at the uh, fairgrounds? Yeah, I no, I didn't get it. Did I get it booked? No, Ryan got it booked. I think our worst show. Well, no, it wasn't a show. No, I got the I got the one booked that was at that club by that that guy was like, you can do like oh yeah ten minutes. The, we all show the cabaret. up. Cabaret. Yeah, yeah, we all showed up. No, the cabaret that was the the clock tower cabaret. Yeah, that one was. We did that one, and that one like I think that one ended up pretty well actually yeah that was a good show i thought this one you were just talking about no this one wasn't a show it was about to be a show i got everybody to show up because this guy was like you can do you guys will get 10 to 15 minutes on stage so we did it's like a launch party for this web series and this guy who told us we had 10 to 15 minutes did not talk to the organizer about it at all he just said i could probably do it show up bring your whole bring everybody (laughs) We show up. He talks to the organizer. The organizer comes down. And he's like, he's like, uh, yeah. I mean, you guys can do it, but you're not really like. We can't really give you a microphone. We need like the music to keep playing and everything. And that was when I decided that I hated the person who uh, 
who had told me that we had 15 minutes because, yeah, I mean, that was like the fifth time he had done something of that caliber where he just like told me I something he wasn't sure I don't think I was there for sure that of. one either. I but that fairground were. show, that yeah. was the worst. Yeah, that one was bad. We can, well, we, can talk, we can talk about that on a later episode, but... That was the only time we've ever been asked, we've, we've ever been kicked out of a, of a venue we were trying to perform at. Before we even go in, I remember it was we in my car. And everybody, <laughs> you've been asked to leave. Yeah, everybody <laughs> fucking said, you've been asked to leave. Because we, we tried to enter through the entrance. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this on another episode. All right, all right. Because <laughs> there's, there's a lot to it. It's a full... That's it's true. a full thing. We're already and, 16 minutes in. Oh yeah, we don't need to reminisce anymore about about the good old days when America was one. The Union of America. Darren, should we get into the the Oh, this is what this is what started it all cuz I said that we should call it the Bracket Hussein Obama. The Bracket Hussein Obama, yeah. Well, yeah, that, the that bracket, bracket will come. Obama. That Bracket will come. We're we're doing brackets on every single thing ever, so yeah. So just hold hold on to your fucking panties, dicks. That's that's gonna be on a t-shirt. Um, that's a Snickles t-shirt. You can buy it right now at tpublic.com/snickles. Uh, <laughs> it's actually not, but you can get t-shirts there. Uh, anyway, yeah. we got we got cool shirts. Anyway, Darren, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce us to so. What we're doing today. So Jake and I had kind of been contemplating doing this bracket for a bit now. Uh, you know, we had the rankings. We we're it's no it's no secret Darren, that I am a Darren. big Marvel fan. Yes, Jake. This is our two year anniversary episode. We should have done something cooler. Well, I think this is actually kind of perfect for the two year anniversary. No, I think we should have done something cooler. I didn't. You should have so, told me. Do you want to, you you want to take it back this. to the drawing board real quick? Uh, so we have to think of a new bracket. A new Barack Hussein Obama. Oh, bracket. <laughs> you know, we can just say it's not because our 69th episode wasn't actually our 69th episode. That's so, true. I did try telling you that. So we can. Uh, we can. Um, We'll just we'll just say the next one's two. We can years. pretend that the next one is is our two year anniversary. Well, not the next one because that'll be the conclusion of this one, but the one after that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that way, the anyway, pressure can be on, on you to think of a an emblematic go on. bracket. It's no secret that Jake and I are MCU fans. More so, me. Jake uh, famously hates the MCU. He only likes Ant Man. This is only uh, only movie that he likes. That's. Almost true. I also like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, and we've talked about doing a MCU-themed bracket for a while, but we just didn't really know what to do because we already have the episode where we rank every episode, every uh, movie. Film. And if we did a bracket, it's like you guys would already know essentially how they would rank, so it kind of didn't really serve a purpose. Um but we thought about we we thought about doing heroes, but we realized that could that could take up a whole month of just like a hundred plus heroes. There's too many characters. Which, yeah, which we we might still we might still try to distill it down and do a an Avengers 
an Avengers bracket someday. I think it's very possible. And even on this one, um, we, you know, we, I had to distill it down. I had to pick, you know, I had to leave out a lot of villains and I'm sure Jake is going to be very angry with me at some of the picks as some of the omissions here. But, um, Today we are going into the MCU Villain Madness Championship bracket. Um, so we are picking all of the villains from MC from Marvel movies. So not the comics. The com- we might do the comics later. Uh, we may do DC villains later. That would, t- doing the comics would legitimately take a year to just. No, I mean if we pick the best <laughs> from the comics, just sixteen from the comics. Um, even so, uh, so anyway, we have, uh, the MCU villain madness bracket. Uh, I picked 16 of some of the best, some of the worst villains from the Marvel cinematic universe films. Um, and Jake and I are going to talk about which one we think is the best. Uh, not really anything more to it than that. Just who we think is the best written, um, p- perhaps the strongest, um, you know, strongest yeah, character-wise. Overall, who or? we enjoyed, uh, just which ones we enjoy the most. That's okay. really, and the tiebreaker for this one is going to be what movie, what the movie or movies they've been in have made the most money. All right, so, <laughs> uh, so <Okay>. you know, <laughs> like. For instance, <laughs> Thanos is on here and Loki's on here. So they've been in a lot of movies that have made quite a bit of money. So uh, with that being said, let's start her off. Jake, do you have any questions? Uh, I don't I don't believe so. OK, I uh, I do. I do have one comment to make. No, I'll make it when we get there. I'll make it when we get there. We'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get there. All right. First off, we're starting with the number one seed, Mysterio, versus the number 16 seed, Ronan the Accuser. These are randomized? Yes. I assume? Yes. Uh, Ronan the Accuser is from Guardians, Guardians of, the, of Galaxy. the Galaxy, which is a movie that I greatly enjoy. However, I don't know that he's necessarily the strongest, the strongest part of that. I think in a movie with so many interesting characters he's a little bit overshadowed um even in even in his own movie he fails and thanos is like well i guess i have to do it which is kind of thanos kind of cucks him in his movie uh he got fanny cucked (laughs) meanwhile uh mysterio is in he's in the most recent marvel movie I believe it is still the most recent Marvel movie. I mean, if coronavirus never happened, yeah, it would have been Black Widow, but it's still Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, he played a much bigger role. He played a much more, I don't want to say, I I think he played a more interesting role to the plot because Ronan is just sort of just like a bad guy and Mysterio is more mysterious in his intentions. And, uh, I think he, I think I did. I did sort of spoil the end of Guardians of the Galaxy there, but I think at the end of uh, Far From Home, Mysterio does pull off a pretty a pretty sick prank. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the uh, thing. A pretty a pretty sick moment. 
It's it's a tr- oh oh god. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm just gonna unplug that lady. Um. <laughs> so we have a real prankster versus a failure here. Uh, you actually, got Mysterio, the trickster god. The god of the tricksters, yeah. Who? I have a question. I have a question. Okay. Who did Ronan accuse of what? Uh, yeah, that was my kind of biggest question is how did he get his name, the accuser? And why is that such Alexa, a... Alexa, who did Ronan accuse? Oh, I'm, I have my headphones on. You can't hear. Uh, and I, unpl- I just killed her. I unplugged her. Um, it's... It's kind of confusing because, yeah, it doesn't go deep into why he is the accuser unless you've read the comics. And I will say I have not read the Guardians of the Galaxy comics. Um, He's also in the Fantastic Four comics, it, it appears. Those galactic villains. Uh, he has a signature hammer. Uh, Most famous hammer in Marvel. Yeah. But definitely the definitely the the top hammer, um, and uh, he doesn't appear. He appears to be kind of just brutish throughout all of Guardians. He's not really smart. Um, he has his obviously his like army of minions and whatnot. He hires a lot of mercenaries. He is himself a mercenary. Banana. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> what'd you say? Did you say banana? Yeah, you said minions. Oh. Uh, we will get to Gru in a later matchup. Uh, Gru, Gru got a buy right to the final. He's the he's the greatest villain. I am Gru. Uh, and um, Mysterio is smart. He took. He's very conniving. He's very... Mysterio is smart. He, uh... Who accused him otherwise? Darren? I accused Ronan the Accuser of being dumb. Uh, And I'm saying, as a juxtaposition, Mysterio shows that he is very smart. Uh, He has created this entire way to manipulate reality. Um, And it also... Just Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio was so fucking good. Like that was one of yeah. That was so that's refreshing. A great performance. I, I mean, after Endgame, coming off of Endgame, I was like, they're not going to be able to top Thanos for a long time. And they, I mean, albeit, I still don't think that Mysterio necessarily tops Thanos uh, from Endgame, but he did a fucking great job. I was not. I He's, was. I mean, I knew Jake Gyllenhaal was going to kill it, but he did such a fucking good job as Mysterio just tricking the audience. I knew, like I said, I think when we talked about the movie on the podcast, my theater experience, I heard these kids in front of me who were talking about Mysterio and they didn't know anything about him. And they were blown away when it was revealed that Mysterio has just been like playing off that he's a friend of Spider-Man the whole time. Uh, I think what's cool about his character, and uh, okay, so obviously he's not Thanos level, and that was never going to happen in that movie. So, what oh, they by did the way, they, spoilers for all these movies coming up. Uh, if you don't know MCU, I forgot. I just spoiled that 
bit of far from home, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, he was never going to be Thanos level, so I think they did something really smart, which was to, you know, like, make him seem like a good guy and, like, really get you to buy into him as a character and, like, you just really care about him. Uh, and then, and then there is that reveal. And even though, like, I don't super know the comics, but I was pretty sure Mysterio was the bad guy. But even, I feel like even with knowing that twist, I don't feel like it took anything away from his character because it just, like, it, it, it almost made it more interesting watching how he manipulated Spider-Man, like, the whole time and all of that. Uh, so yeah, I thought, I mean, Darren, we've been talking about this for like 10 minutes. Let's just say that Mysterio wins, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mysterio gets the, he moves up to the next round. Uh, and we have our next bracket or our next matchup, which is our number two seed Hella versus our number 15 seed Red Skull. <laughs> Bless you, Jake. <sighs> Uh, Thank you. This is a bit more, bit more of a difficult matchup, I think. Uh, two pretty good villains. Um, not really villains. Uh, they're they're very they're very similar in the way they were kind of played. They didn't really have much. Uh, they didn't really have much like good quality, very like benevolent qualities about them. Um, they're both kind of just pure evil. I mean, just look at their character design and you're like, yes, that's a bad person. Yeah, for both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, even their names, like she's got hell in her name, Red Skull. That's yeah. not going to be a good guy. <laughs> um, Hugo Weaving famously hated playing Red Skull. He hated the experience of filming a superhero movie, uh, all, but also did... All through all that, did a very good job playing him. Uh, very creepy bad guy. Whereas Hela is more of just a. She's not creepy. She's just very. You can tell that she's very powerful. Uh, she's very intimidating. Um, there's that scene where she just kind of wipes out all of Asgard, anybody who stands up to her. Uh, and she just does it you know with no without even breaking a sweat um and yeah i mean red skull is this evil genius creepy nazi guy i was looking at uh you know the thor versus hella fight scene it's not much of a fight scene she sort of just shows up destroys melnir melnir how is molnir well, which one are you talking about? You're talking about the one in the beginning or the one in the end? No, the yeah, the, that's the one in the beginning, right? Where she destroys? Yeah, I guess where she destroys yeah. his hammer. I thought you were talking about the one where he cut, where she cuts out his eye. No, no, no. She just sort of does it and then is like, "All right, peace." <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, that's a pretty that's a pretty sick way to start a start start a movie off. Uh, I think in terms like of just. Of power, Hela seems like the more powerful one here. If you look at the the heroes that they're up against, because I mean, you have Steve Rogers going into Captain America, still figuring out his power. Every time he meets Red Skull, though, Red Skull never really kicks his ass because Steve Rogers ends up usually getting away. 
Uh, whereas Hela, every time she meets Thor, she just beats the fuck out of him. And Thor literally never wins a fight with her. He never, in that whole movie, he never wins a fight with her. What, uh, what is Red Skull, like, I know he's a Nazi, but why is he doing all this? Um. He's just evil? I believe it is to, no, it's to get the, uh, Infinity Stone. It's to get the, uh, the cube, okay. the fucking, whatever it's called, so that he can have ultimate power. He can have, like, immortality. Okay. And why does his face look like that? <laughs> I believe it is for the same reason that uh, Steve Rogers is Captain America. It was like a failed super serum. Oh. But it, it had okay. defects on his face to make him, to essentially give him a, a red skull. Okay. I remember now. I haven't seen this movie in a while. Uh, yeah, I think, so I think... I like the performance by Hugo Weaving a lot. I think that uh, Hela, for all her power, I think that something will will come up a lot on this episode is like, and this is, I mean, this is a, a pretty good matchup to go against what I'm saying, but I think like the the more complicated villains are much more interesting. The ones that have like more motivation beyond like, I'm evil, mm-hmm. uh, which like Mysterio, you know, he thought he was doing... Mysterio is much more interesting to me. Uh, I think that Hela is like, I mean, Red Skull. I don't know. They're both they're both pretty evil, but I feel like Red Skull has a little bit more like characterization almost. Hela, I, we don't know a ton about her, right? Um, she just sort of is. I feel like we do. We honestly, I feel like we we end up knowing more about Hela than we do knowing about. Uh, Red Skull because with Red Skull it's just like yeah he's a Nazi he was a failed subject of the super serum um, he still has all of the powers that Steve Rogers has but he ha- is horribly deformed now whereas Hela is like you know I'm your long lost I'm Thor's long lost sister uh, mm-hmm. Odin has uh, exiled me cast me out um I am the rightful heir. As soon as Odin dies, uh, the next throne goes to the rightful heir, the next born child, which would be Hela. So she fights for it. However, she has been exiled. She's evil. Um, And Asgard fears her in terms of becoming the new queen. Um, I don't know. I think that, honestly, Hela, for me, because Red Skull was... Uh, pro- he, w- he was created in this beginning Marvel phase where the villains were still not great. They didn't have that much personality. I think of that era, Red Skull maybe has some of the most personality, but still not too great. Uh, and I feel like Ronan the Accuser is kind of the end of that era of like these villains that didn't really do much for the story other than like they, they mm-hmm. kind of just gave the whole spotlight to the hero. Um, so for that reason, I'm just going to pick Hela, uh, cause I just think she's better written in general than red skull. But I think that is a product of Marvel studios, just adapting, um, figuring stuff out as they were going. Yeah. They're both, like I said, they're similar in a lot of ways, but I think Hela is just in the better movie. Uh, so I'm going to give her the edge here. Okay. Plus her, her, her head, her headgear is pretty sick. And, uh, Kate Blanchett did just does a, such a good job. 
playing her. Yeah. Very good performance. I didn't I mean, realize from, it was Kate Blanchett. From both She's, of those people, great jobs. All right. The next matchup. The next matchup is our number nine seed, Ego the Living Planet, versus number eight seed, Ironmonger. Uh, Ego, another one from a film I greatly enjoy, uh, Guardians 2. Jake and I, I believe, have both said that I think we like Guardians 2 better than Guardians 1. I believe that that's correct. Uh, and then we have uh, Ironmonger from the first MCU movie, right? Yes. Sort of? First ever MCU movie. Sort of, because... Uh, no, well, Iron Man is literally the first we'll MCU. Later. For reasons we'll get into later. <laughs> okay, I don't know the reasons, but... <laughs> all right. Uh, sort of. Both played by household name actors. Um, both doing a great job of both. Of playing both. I think Ironmonger, although it is in that... Like I said, that first era of kind of shittier villains... From MCU, he was really good. I mean, I think he was a lot of the reason that Iron Man succeeds so well. I think they're both played by actors who could have replaced each other in scenes and people wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, that would have been interesting to see Kurt <laughs> Russell as as Jebediah Stane. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. That would have been actually a really cool switch to see um, uh, what's his face, uh, not Kurt. Though who plays Jebediah? Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. That would have been cool to see Jeff Bridges play Ego, play Peter Quill's dad, and put some, not necessarily the the dude completely, but put some dudish. Uh, vibes in there you know <laughs> i'm ego man <laughs> the planet <laughs> i'm like a planet man <laughs> um hey don't blow up that core it really holds the planet together <laughs> it just holds a white russian the whole time <laughs> or like a blue a blue some sort of blue drink um yeah, I do agree. They could have replaced each other for both of these. Man. I just think they look similar is all I'm saying. This is a tough one. Because uh, I really hated... I really hated Ego. And I kind of knew he was... These are two... It's two villains who had you tricked in the beginning and then they f- and then they flipped it on you. You know? Uh, but I mean, I, I think the only reason I knew that Jebediah Stane was the bad guy in Iron Man was because he's like frowning on the poster and I was like oh he's the bad guy (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's tough to tell I mean I think ultimately you can see it coming that uh they're the bad they will be the bad guy in the end but um this is a tough one man I think that I mean Ironmonger his powers are sort of just Iron Man powers, you know? So, whereas Ego, like, that's such an interesting character to me. Like, he is just, he's a god and he's just a planet. And it's just, like, I think it's so much, the, the possibilities are so much more interesting 
uh, yeah, it's I, I don't know, because in in some ways, like Ironmonger, you want to give him credit for like starting off the franchise and really kicking it off with a bang. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I really liked I really liked Kurt Russell's e- ego in this movie. I. And then also I really didn't because he's kind of a he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Because there's uh, a huge reveal. You love you love Kurt Russell. The reason I said I hated him is because you love him up until he makes the reveal. Once again, huge spoiler here if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy two. He makes the big reveal that he killed Peter Quill's mom. Then, like I think. My opinion of him changed just as much as Peter's, which is probably exactly what the film wanted you to do, wanted, wanted to happen. Uh, I went from actually liking him and being like, is this even going to have like an issue? <laughs> is this movie even going to have like that big of an issue? Uh, to like, wow, this he's going to he, someone is going to die or something is going to happen here. Um, and I think that being fighting a living planet is so much more of an abstract idea than just creating someone that is just the same as your hero, but fighting for something different. Um, so I mean, let's hold on to that idea for the next one. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, I think ego wins for me. Um, I think I think I have to pick ego. I don't, and I don't, that could be just because I, maybe Iron Man just doesn't age as well of a Marvel movie. I mean, I still love it. I know why people like it, but I just don't think it's, it's aged very well. Yeah. It's hard. Some of these, it's hard to separate like the villain from the movie itself. Yeah. I agree with that. Cause like if Iron Man came along 10 nine however many years later eight years later i guess and like it was that much later in the franchise and it had all this stuff behind it like would ironmonger have been more interesting would he even be in the movie would i like would ironmonger be enough to i don't know it's interesting to think about but i think it's impossible to to unlink them in our minds so i'm gonna pick ego okay ego moves up to the number two seed um, next matchup, we have Abomination, the number 10 seed versus Vulture, the number seven seed. This one is a no brainer for me. Uh, <laughs> we're really hitting on a theme here of like, they, they love to do a reveal with the villain, don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I gotta say Vulture is one of the best because they, they, the way they do the reveals is, in the interesting part, I think, because I wasn't expecting the re- I legitimately, when I was watching, was not expecting the reveal uh, of Vulture in this one. Um, it's it, it kind of fucking had me. It, it set me back a little bit because I didn't know if there would be a reveal with Vulture. I just knew he was the bad guy. I didn't know there would be a connection like the way they actually did it. And I was very, yeah. very impressed with that twist because they really I mean, had uh, they really I had no idea. They really had like such a good drop on on me there. What is that actor's name? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. I mean, he's, he does such a good job in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. And then 
I like the double twist because you're like, oh, that's like that's the girl that Spider Man's gonna be with. This is like, oh, that's that's her dad. Like this is all so complicated. And then there's the even additional twist where she's just like, yep, see ya, I'm out. Someone's oh, so, there's probably someone's a home. surveyor uh, <laughs> knocking on my door. I cannot answer that. Um, and I think that Vulture. I don't know if I've seen Incredible Hulk all the way through. I'm just gonna say it right now. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't remember if I have or not. I don't remember putting it on my list when we <laughs> did the MCU movies. Did I? Uh, you did. I think it was one I of the remember. bottom ones. I think I'm not totally I, sure. If I have, I haven't seen it in a very long time. Uh, so I don't really remember much about Abomination, but I mean, it's it's exactly what you were just saying about being the same as the good guy, but different. Yeah. Uh, whereas Vulture, Vulture's motivation of being like, why shouldn't we be allowed to have this technology? Like, that's, that's really interesting. Uh, and then the way that that corrupts him and just, yeah, I think it's, I think he's a much more interesting character. Yeah. And I mean once again it's like who plays uh abomination it's uh what's his name it's the dad for modern family uh he does a really good job but i mean i just love michael keaton so much i think michael keaton is one of my favorite actors um anyway that's kind of a no-brainer uh vulture wins just because he's written so well uh He's just super smooth, super uh, undetectable. He's he's uh, just really, really well-written villain, I think. Uh, Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. Is, yeah, yeah. He's portrayed by Tim Roth. Oh, wait. Yeah, Ty Burrell is the one that almost that gets gamma radiation. He doesn't turn into Abomination. Tim Roth plays actual okay. ob- ob- abomina- Abomination. That was our other improv team. <laughs> <laughs> Abomination. Um, all right. Next matchup, we have our number four seed, Dormammu, versus Dormammu. number 13 seed, Helmut Zemo. So we have uh, Dormammu is the god of chaos. He's the sorcerer of chaos, right? Um, yeah, he's a bad guy. I think Dormammu's dealt with the funniest way of any Marvel movie, uh, any Marvel movie so far. Because, um, you know, you have the whole repeat. Doctor Strange yeah. essentially just makes him go insane because he's said the same thing to him so many different times. Dormammu, though, in the ultimate soy man move... He's he's also portrayed by Benedict Cumberbatch, which I think is kind of kind of weak for a villain to be portrayed by the hero. Yeah, it's such a weird choice. Where they, do they just say like, "Oh, we're paying Benedict so much. Let's just <laughs> let's get let's get him for two. I know that I know that Doctor Strange was the movie that Marvel was trying to break into their weird uh, ether with. So I think that's probably and I think and I, I, I mean that kind of with like the writing style and the effects, the way the movie was made. I think they wanted to make it a little bit more strange. Uh, 
Doctor Strange. So they uh, so they got Doctor Strange to be the villain as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I uh, I found that out later on that Benedict Cumberbatch played Dormammu. <laughs> Uh, I found that out uh, earlier this morning when you texted me what the bracket was. We have two soy boy. Uh, we have two soy boy villains here, Jake, because Helmut Zemo a- is maybe the biggest soy boy villain in all of Marvel history. Is Helmut Zemo not just like a worse Red Skull? Um, sort of. I that's mean, how I picture. That's how I imagine. He's him. like Red Skull with no abilities, yeah, no a worse, skills. A worse Red Skull. Yeah, I mean, he's like somewhat of a Nazi. I think he's well, he's Russian though. I think right? Isn't he Russian? He's played by a German actor. Uh, yeah, he's played by Daniel Brühl. Um, from Brühl's Rolls. <laughs> uh. Total soy boy. Well, he's from Sokovia, isn't he? Which is... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, not a real country. Yeah. Some people Some people might point out it's not a real country. We, uh... Hey, Darren? Yes. This is maybe the bracket that we're the most informed on, and we, we don't know anything. <laughs> Can I just point that out? <laughs> we were pretty informed on the fish. <laughs> that's true. Some of us were. We became not informed so on you. the fish. Uh, not so much you. Anyway, Helmut Zemo, probably biggest soy boy beta cuck of all these, uh, all these villains here. He literally hides, you know, like he wants the heroes to fight. He encourages the heroes to fight each other. And when they do, he hides in a little bunker and watches them fight. Um, He's kind of pulling the strings, though. Doesn't that, isn't that what a real, uh... A real villain does? Yeah, it is. It is. I, I mean, I mean, let's be real. If, if you're looking at, if we're going surface level here, I mean, even beyond surface level in Civil War, the real villain is, you know, the U.S. government. There's a lot the of, government. there's a lot of villains in, in Civil War. And I think Helmut Zemo is almost the least of the hero's worries. Uh, hey, Darren. Yes. I just want to clarify, you are saying in the Civil War, the U.S. government were the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is, <laughs> that's that's on record. That's written in stone. That's that's my beliefs, and I'm sticking to them. Um, Look, I think we have a winner here. We're taking a long time for all of these. I don't know. It's two beta cucks. I guess Dormammu. I don't really know. I Dormammu just looks so much cooler. He like looks for, cooler, yeah. Helmet's, helmet... Zemo, you could probably take out of the movie and you might not even notice. Yeah. Versus, I mean, Dormammu, like, just the just the actual, like, appearance of... It's so cool. It's so different than, like, everything else in these movies. Dormammu uh, moves on, but, I mean, I have a feeling that these are... Either of them are going to get wiped out later on anyway. <laughs> I think there's a 50-50 chance they get wiped out. <laughs> looking looking forward at the bracket. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, see, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, from okay. the man who pulled the strings to the man with no strings, we've got our next matchup. 
So we have number three, Loki, versus number 14, Ultron. Um, man, uh, two pretty well-written villains. One is... I mean, this kind of seems easier to me as well, because while I do like Ultron, he just simply didn't have the longevity that Loki did. There's a reason Loki is in, like, fucking all of the Marvel movies. And uh, it's because everybody likes him so much. He's such a likable villain. At the same time, I would argue, like, Loki sort of got worse. Like, why was he in Infinity War? Uh, to get I'm killed, still mad about this. He is the trickster god, and he didn't even try a single trick. Like, it's such a missed opportunity. It makes me so angry. I think the reason that he died in Infinity War the way that he did was to show that ultimately, as evil as Loki can be, as much as he craves the dominance, he still he still doesn't want the power to be in the hands of Thanos. He knows about Thanos and he knows that Thanos is going to, uh, he knows what Thanos going to, Thanos plans to do and he doesn't yeah, want but it to he happen. Die, he just dies. And then Thanos takes Like he doesn't try anything. He doesn't have, he doesn't try one single trick despite being the trickster God. Jake, that's cause Thanos tells him no tricks. Okay. So, Thanos tells you no tricks. You're not. You don't do any tricks. All right. You listen to Thanos. He beat. He beat the Hulk. He beat the shit out of the Hulk. Yeah, but he's gonna kill him anyway. So he might as well try something. <laughs> like if we're gonna talk about soy moves, um, just laying down and dying. <laughs> I. But okay, I. I Ultron was great in Age of Ultron. However, Loki was fantastic in like every other fucking movie. I mean, he play, he, he Loki is the most base. Yeah, he's a bit of a soy boy, but he put he fucking he hired an army for Thanos to take to take over the fucking world. Didn't work. Got his ass kicked by Hulk. Uh, got dragged around, ragdolled by Hulk. Um. Then he puts on a show on his home planet of Asgard where he's making himself seem he's trying to rewrite history with this play where he gets Matt Damon <laughs> to play himself. <laughs> and uh, he, he makes himself seem like the hero and his and his brother to be the soy boy beta cuck. Uh, Here's the thing. I think Loki is a little bit like that guy who just stays around his high school town for too long. Like, you know, like the, the high school quarterback who's like, yeah, I was, I want us this, I want a state back in the day. And you're like, you're 35. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But I threw the game winning touchdown. It's like, yeah, that was great back then. But what have you done lately? What has he done lately? I, I agree that in Ragnarok, that's fun. That's a fun thing, but I don't know. But whereas Ultron, I think, I think he's the he's really interesting because he he's sort of a like one of the few villains who, I think actually reflects something that we're thinking about in society of like, computers gaining too much power and gaining consciousness and all that. 
I also think he's just the best part in a movie I didn't really like that much. A movie that's kind of boring. Well, yeah, I was just going to say that. I think in Age of Ultron, the most memorable part about it is Ultron himself. Uh, he's a really he's a really well-written villain. I don't know. This one's tougher for me because I love Loki. I think Loki has a lot of longevity, but I think Ultron is Ultron's maybe the scariest villain of M- of MCU just because of what it entails to have a machine gain that much sentience and that much power. Uh, and Ultron's definitely not a soy boy beta cuck. I mean, he is controlled by, uh, you know, Jarvis. He created vision, I guess that's, that's maybe a little cuckish, but, uh, yeah. Uh, you want to talk about soy boys vision. <laughs> um, uh, I think I'm gonna go with I think I'm gonna go with Ultron because Loki just didn't do anything. Like, just try one thing, and I'd pick him. Uh, so that brings us to a tiebreaker because I'm gonna pick Loki. Uh, all right, Loki wins. Next bracket. Next <laughs> I don't matchup. Think <laughs> I don't think there's any question. Should I even look it up? Just to... no, of course not. Okay. Infinity War got made more than Age of Ultron, and Loki is in tons of other movies too that's true (laughs) yeah uh yeah all right i'd be surprised if ultron was in a tenth of the (laughs) box office amount so next up next matchup we have our number 12 seed (laughs) i mean this one's a maybe the easiest one we've come up this one's this one's a snap decision Number 12 seed, Thanos, versus number 5, Ghost. Ghost, uh, we appreciate you, but um, you think should you, we at you least think talk about being... Ghost a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Okay. Because she's, she, I mean, she's pretty cool. I think that she's got more interesting powers than some of these other people. Like, certainly more interesting than uh, uh, Helmet. Well, Helmet doesn't have any powers, I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a bit of bad luck. She's, she's, she is in our favorite movie. Uh, yeah. Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, and honestly, I think if Ghost had just been an Ant-Man, she would have won. Ant-Man really needed the Wasp to help him out. Uh, this she's is too powerful. True. Yeah. Thanos should have just shown up in Iron Man and snapped. <laughs> That'd be a different movie. Um, yeah, Ghost has uh, very well played. Uh, what's the actress's name that plays her? Oh, I um, just had it pulled up. Um, she's a newer actress. I can't. I'm not. I'm old and I can't remember newer. Hannah John Kamen. Hannah John Kamen. She did a very good job playing Ghost. Uh, her story, I think Ghost's portrayal in that movie is actually very compelling. Uh, I was surprisingly more compelled than I have been with Ant-Man uh, watching Ghost's story because um, uh, she's it's, it's just a character who's constantly in pain. She has a very tragic story, but at the same time, she is uh, pushed into doing these uh, acts of 
of no good, these no good deeds. Um, and yeah, I mean, she presents a threat to the world as it, as it stands. Uh, and she is literally just fighting to become normal again. Uh, very tragic story. And it's funny how like, that's supposed to be the funny MCU movie, and it has maybe the most tragic MCU villain <laughs> in the yeah, whole. Yeah, I think uh, she's a really interesting villain to match up with, like uh, Ant Man and Lost, because like just the way that their powers clash with each other. I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, I definitely would have put her past some of these other ones, but well. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, we don't really need to introduce Thanos too much. I mean, we, I'm sure yeah. we've talked about him quite a bit. Uh, Thanos snaps Ghost out of the competition. Huh? How do you like that one? Uh, Thanos moves on to the number four seed. Um, our last matchup of the first round. We have... Uh, Number 11 seed, Crossbones, versus the number 6 seed, Killmonger. Another one that's just <laughs> very, very easy to me. Um, yeah. I thought that maybe I thought maybe you would really stand up for Crossbones because he's a Captain America villain, and you love Captain America. I mean, dude, Killmonger is... I think Killmonger might have a chance against Thanos, to be honest. Like, I the way he's written is so good. Uh, Crossbones is just mad that he got fucked up by Captain America earlier on. And Crossbones? Killmonger's honestly, mad that he got fucked up by Black Panther earlier on, but he just comes back with such conviction. I think that the MCU was like, well, we can't have the Punisher, but we could have Crossbones. Well, he's yeah. A, well, the, the no, he's not. He's, he's, he's not the Punisher. Marvel does have Punisher, though. They just don't have him in the MCU, I guess. I mean, technically, the series is our MCU. Well. So, I mean, even Daredevil's MCU. Yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, look. 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 Uh, He's in, like... He's cool, but he's in, like, two minutes of the movie. Yeah, he's in the beginning. Well, he's, he's a bigger... His character is a bigger uh, villain in Winter Soldier, I would even argue. Um, Because, yeah, he kind of plays like the prime henchman for Pierce, who I was about to include in this list. But like I said, I wanted to include some some stinkers as well. Uh, (laughs) um, And it's not like Crossbones is a stinker. He looks cool. But I feel like even in the comics... They still kind of he's still one of those villains who looks really cool, but ultimately serves not much of a threat to the heroes. I mean, he's he seems scene, very easy to beat. You remember that scene in The Dark Knight when Batman's like, I don't want to see you out here again. And the guy's like, what's the difference between me and you? And he's like, I'm not wearing hockey pads. I feel like that's <laughs> Punisher versus Crossbones. <laughs> Well, okay, Crossbones is more, (laughs) he he has more armor. He looks cooler than Punisher. Punisher is just a fucking dad. No, he doesn't. 
Punisher's just a dad with a gun, dude. <laughs> I've always uh, Punisher's always boggled my mind because I'm like, yeah, he's brutal. He's like ruthless, and he doesn't. He he just wants to kill, kill, kill. But at the same time, he's just a what he's is just cool a dude. About, what is cool about crossbones? Well, I mean, no, you're right. I mean, they're very similar, but some, at least crossbones has some tech. He has some tech. Well, he has that like he has that fist thing where if he punches, it like launches you, uh, which is shown in Civil War. Iron Fist. He's got all the he's got all the tech that like you know he's he's like a poor man's Batman. Punisher has a skull. (laughs) Crossbones is a skull. Crossbones looks cooler than Punisher. I'll say that. He doesn't. He's just more of he just hasn't been as many in as many comics and he's a villain. Punisher is an anti-hero. And I mean, I don't know. He's just an angry dad, dude. That's all Punisher is. He's a really accurate. He's a really accurate, angry dad. That's Punisher. And Crossbones is just an even worse version of that. I mean, listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to grasp for straws here. But Punisher doesn't have the tech that Crossbones has, which, you know, could make him actually cooler because he's just using his brawn rather than all this all this like suit stuff. You know, he has all this tech and he's in two minutes of the movie. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. I know. The writers didn't care. Why (laughs) they put him in it? I think, honestly, is it one of those things where the actor had like a a multi-movie deal and they were like, look, man. Yeah, they wanted Frank Grillo to be in more more than one movie, but I think uh, he he was in like thirty seconds of Endgame. I think Frank Grillo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> which was kind of interesting that they got Frank Grillo, who's like a he's like a huge action star, to be in uh, like thirty seconds of Endgame. Um, yeah, I think the reason Crossbones is in the beginning of Civil War in the first place is because uh, they wanted to show that first sentiment that Captain America fighting all these big threats um, actually has some downsides. And they wanted to show that first and foremost without later explaining it to you in the boardroom with Ross. Uh, that's why I think Crossbones is in there. Also, Killmonger um, wins this. I, th- I don't think that's a question. Jake and I yeah, have been arguing not. about how lame <laughs> Crossbones is. But, yeah, Killmonger is uh, one of the coolest, one of the best written, best acted, just best Marvel MCU mo- movie villains ever. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, he moves up. I think I don't need to I don't need Jake to ass- assure me of that because I think I already know. I'm picking crossbones. <laughs> you fucker. No. Uh, obviously Killmonger. Um, uh, that's the end of this first round. End of this first round. That's a short, shorter episode, Jake. Shorter episode. Well, yeah, well, about a, about it was really dragging there. It was really dragging there for a while, but then we got a couple of easy picks. Were we putting fluff in this episode? Uh, DM us on yes. Instagram at SnicklesCast to tell us if we were or not. <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess we should wrap it up, huh? Unless yeah. you have anything else to talk about. Um, 
just, you know, watch our YouTube. Uh, Jake's posting lots of videos. I'm working on a new one. Uh, I just got to find all those memes, man. Those memes. They're just yeah, hard to a, they're they're hard to Darren's figure a out. Meme fiend. They're hard to figure out how to edit into my videos in like a funny way. Uh, but yeah, yeah I don't I, mean, I don't put any memes in my videos. I like to keep it. I like to be the one making the jokes. Jake goes meme free. Uh, I am a meme fiend. Um, I still joke about the memes. I still put in put in the memes as a, as jokes in my videos. Do you watch the? Yeah. Because I know Jake watched uh, definitely a hundred percent watched my Matrix video and he watched all of it, so I did. He knows how I do. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, you oh, haven't I watched my videos. I haven't. I haven't watched. I watched half your videos. Okay. Yeah. Look, but this is this has been our mo- maybe our most like self, uh, not even self promotion. It would just mo- like. We've just been talking about our own improv team this whole time, and now we're talking about our own video? What is this? I've been talking about MCU, Jake. But if you're not going to promote yourself, who is, you know? That's true. That's what I learned from my boy Donald Trump, <laughs> President of the United States of America. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, Darren, why don't you wrap us up with some genuine thoughts? All right, here's some genuine thoughts. Um, treat yourself. Uh, know your boundaries. If somebody asks you to do something and you feel unsafe doing it, let them know. It doesn't take any sort of uh, any sort of clout or trustworthiness away from you if you don't know how to do something or if you don't want to do something. Uh, you know, it's growth as a person. If you want to, if you realize your limits, that, that is growth, you know? And then the, the growth that comes after that is learning how to overcome those limits. So there you go. There's my genuine thoughts for the day. My genuine thoughts are, it's not, it's not good to lie. I think it's, it's better to just be honest in almost every situation, unless you're at the dentist, in which case, Yeah. I, I always brush twice a day and I floss every day. Uh, yeah. That's fine. It's fine to lie to a dentist because they're not a real person. Yeah. Dentists I are also, figments. I also think if our teeth were that important, you would go to the real doctor about them. Uh, also a statistic, uh, I guess dentists, dent, uh, dentists are the most depressed of any other occupation um, in the world. Any other occupation? Are you yeah. saying other than comedians? Yeah. I mean, because comedians, at least dentists get paid. That's true. Uh, what a note to, to end it on. Let me, uh, let me get, let me get the lynch man in here. Nope. That's Don't. probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Well, hang on. Let's, let's, let's plug the Insta at okay. Cast for Insta and Twitter and go on YouTube. Uh, just called Snickles if you want to check out more videos. Even if you don't want to check out my videos on YouTube, I have been posting some photoshops I've been doing on Instagram. Uh, and I think they're pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Nice. What? Universe?